Hello Hawks fans and welcome to another episode of the KettleCast with your host Forrest Willoughby. On this episode of the cast, we'll talk about the Hawks' upcoming game against the Toronto Raptors. Without further ado, let's get into it. The Hawks roll up to Toronto after their 152-133 victory over the Wizards, and they're facing an extremely hot Toronto Raptors team. The Raptors are 32-14, second in the East, and are on a seven-game win streak uh, that includes a win over the Hawks. Um, the Toronto's coming off a win over the Spurs in San Antonio, and both teams are coming off days off, so... No rest advantage for either team. Of course, the Hawks are up in Toronto and the Raptors are at home. Getting to the injury report, the Raptors have Patrick McCall and Rondé Hollis-Jefferson both as questionable for the game. And the Hawks have Bembry and Alex Lynn are both out. And then Bruno Fernando is questionable. Uh, With Lynn out already, if Bruno is unable to play, obviously... The Hawks' front court situation could be very interesting. That would pretty much leave just John Collins, Damian Jones, and then Vince Carter or Cam Reddish and DeAndre Hunter as front court players. So it'll be interesting to see if Bruno plays. For the Raptors, both McCall and Hollis Jefferson were part of the backup group that really stabilized and allowed the Raptors to win the game here in Atlanta when they played on January 20th. Um, Nick, uh, in that game against the Hawks, that was January 20th I was talking about, the Raptors were able to get a 122-117 to victory over the Hawks. And that was a rough game for the Hawks because they played really well, so well that Nick Nurse sort of pulled all the starters and tried to get some different energy with different players. And, um, the backup group of Norman Powell, Serge Ibaka, and Fred Van Vliet really did a good job of uh, taking control of the game at the end of the third quarter and building a lead and maintaining a lead through the fourth quarter. That was the game where Fred Van Vliet got fouled shooting a three with about a minute to go in the game. That was kind of the final shot that gave the Raptors a victory. The NBA came back and said that the foul actually wasn't a shooting foul. It was just a common foul. The Raptors were still in the bonus and we got to go to the free throw line. In the stadium, it didn't even look like a foul at all. And it sort of stymied any chance the Hawks had to get a win. But the Hawks played really well against that. Trey Young, in particular, had 42 points. And just get taken from that game, I think that the Hawks should be wary of the Raptor trying to get the the Raptors trying to get the ball out of Trey's hands, but I'm sort of getting ahead of myself here. Um, that was a rough loss loss for the Hawks. Uh, again, that was a comeback led by Norman Powell, who could not miss from three point land. He was six of nine. Um, he is a 42% free throw uh, three point shooter, but still, to he could not miss anything down the stretch. Um, For this specific matchup, the Raptors are just one of the best defensive teams in the NBA. Uh, They are the reigning champions, and despite losing Kawhi Leonard, they are still one of the best defensive teams. They're top five in opponents' field goal percentage, steals, and uh, opponents' scoring. Um, And then on the other side of the ball, they are fourth in the league in three-point shooting percentage. 
the Hawks are going to have to do a good job of limiting the number of attempts that the Raptors get up. Uh, typically, that is a tough thing to do. Uh, teams game plan the number of threes they're going to get, but and there's not generally they'll get that to that number whether they're guarded or not. So the Hawks have to do a good job with both Hunter and Reddish of running Toronto three-point shooters off the line. Um, I think both Reddish and Hunter are huge for the Hawks in this game. Hunter is coming off one of his best performances of this year, a 25-point um, explosion against the Wizards, and Reddish has been way more consistent, just shooting the ball so much better than he was at the beginning of the season. Um, and if those both those players are able to continue their good play, I think the Hawks have a really good chance of winning the game. The one place where the Hawks could really hurt the Raptors, though, would be on the offensive boards, and that's a reason why if Bruno is unable to play, that would kind of be a big, big uh, pain for the Hawks because they could have an advantage on the offensive side of the board. The Raptors give up a lot of offensive boards, and John Collins is one of the best at cleaning up the glass and get it, following his own putbacks and the putbacks of his teammates. So seeing how the front court, and I would include DeAndre Hunter in that, um, are able to control the glass and follow up on any missed shots that the Hawks have will be super interesting and may decide the game. Um, the Hawks are also going to have to do a good job of protecting the ball. Again, the Hawks are one of the worst at turning the ball over. And the with that in combination with the Raptors getting so many steals could lead to a lot of easy buckets for the Raptors. And the Hawks do a good job of generally scoring and their set defense isn't too bad. I think one of the places they get hurt the most in all the games they play is just the amount of uncontested buckets the other team gets. And those are either free throws or um, live ball turnovers where the other team is able to run out. So playing good defense without fouling, which the Hawks have not proven that they can do so far, and then also taking care of the ball on offense are just going to be two huge factors in in deciding who wins this game. Um, the Hawks, of course, are coming off one of their they're coming off their franchise best scoring game game in regulation of all time, and just really an emotional game after that tragic loss of Kobe Bryant. And one interesting X factor I think in this game is that this is the Raptors' first home game since the news that Kobe Bryant passed away. And so this is the first opportunity for all of the Raptors fans to really get together, share a space, and it'll be interesting to see what the energy is like in the arena. Um, and I don't know if any of the Raptors players are going to be particularly um, hit by those emotions. And if the Hawks are going to also feel that again, after kind of having a very, Nice performance in Atlanta, one where Trey had a just magnificent game and hit a half-court shot. Um, and a lot of the players, you know, are going back and kind of revisiting those things that they just felt here in Atlanta, if that's going to change anything. The Hawks have been playing their best basketball recently. They've been able to win games, and then if they've lost games, they're not getting on any streaks of losing a couple games in a row. Um, unfortunately, again, they're not getting streaks of winning games in a row either, and it's been a little uh, start and stop with 
the success they've been able to show in some games, and then playing a, a really good team such as the Thunder and just sort of getting blown out. Um, part of that is, again, continued growth from these young guys, but it's starting to get around the all-star break and, and around this time where we want to see a little more consistency. So going up in Toronto and beating the reigning champs in their own stadium would be an awesome way for the Hawks to really start getting on a roll. Um, I really look for uh, DeAndre Hunter, who had a fantastic game here in Atlanta on the 20th against the Raptors to continue his good play. And then I really want to see Kevin Herter build on his game against the Wizards where he shot the ball so well. He can continue to be aggressive on the offensive side of the ball, not only finding his three-pointers where he needs to be hunting shots, as Kyle Korver used to say, but also getting to the basket and getting to the free-throw line. We know what Trey is going to give the Hawks. We know what John Collins is going to give the Hawks. Some of these guys around the edges, whether it's Bruno Fernando, Reddish, Hunter, or Herter, really need to step up, and that will give the Hawks a big opportunity to get a win in Toronto. Thank you for catching this episode of the KettleCast. If you could leave a rating or review on whatever platform you use to get your podcasts, that would be a big help to me. And you can reach me, Forrest Willoughby, at kettlecast at gmail.com. Go Hawks!